Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to this week's episode of Divine Union Podcast. Today, we'll be speaking about desires. Now, this is a topic that I speak a lot about, taking a different direction this time, and speaking about the importance of being tangible with our desires if we want to get our partner to actually meet them. I'm speaking to this because I often hear with folks I'm talking to and with my clients is this when we're expressing our desires, not being clear in the desire, right? Naming it in high level terms, in non-tangible terms. And the challenge with that when we do that is our partner doesn't actually understand what we want. Right? We're not setting them up for success around what we actually want because we're not actually being clear. So we're going to talk today about what you can do to be more clear on your desires and then how can you communicate them more clearly to your partner so that you can get the results that you want, right? Because we all deserve to have our desires met. So to tune into your desire, right, that takes reflection. That takes thought. So a high-level example of something that's not really clear might be, I want you to text me more. Or I want you to initiate more. Or when I'm at a party, I want to feel your affection more often. Yeah. Now, some people would understand that, but it's not actually clear, right? It's not actually saying, like, what is, what is the ask? And so if you were to get clear with that, the first step that you need to do is think about, like, what do I want? So with the texting example, I want you to text me more. What does that look like? What frequency of conversation feels good for you? Hmm? And you really have to name it. Now, this is vulnerable. I say it's vulnerable because you're going to have to admit to yourself that you desire more communication. You're going to have to admit to yourself, I desire to speak every night and to say good night. And maybe you don't want to come off as needy so you convince yourself you're not needy. And that's where like the resistance comes to actually naming the desire, right? And that's where we're off, where we can be like, oh yeah, I just want you to text me. No, you want to, you want to hear, you got a text every night or whatever your truth is, right? So it's figuring out exactly what it is. Like, what is the frequency of communication? What is the scenario, the situation in which I would love for you to show up in this way? So if it's the example of the party, maybe you're at a party and you want to feel your partner's affection. Yeah. What does that look like? Does that mean when I come up to you, I want you to put your arm around me. Yeah. I want you to smile at me. Hello, babe. And welcome me in and introduce me. It's really naming that. And 
you have to tune in. If you have shame around it, then you have to tune in. Like, what is that coming from? Like where, you know, like, where's that shame coming from around that? Because if you want your partner to actually change, you have to actually like speak clearly, have effective communication with your partner on what you want. So that's the first thing is the tuning into like exactly what you desire and getting very clear. The second thing is taking ownership of your experience. Right? You never want to communicate when you're not taking ownership of your experience. So often I see people blaming their partners, right? Like this person is supposed to hold me or be, be there for me or be that sense of security or safety for me without taking ownership over their own emotional well-being, right? So if you're going to ask your partner for something, so maybe it's the party example. Maybe you want your partner to put their arm around you at a party And maybe you never actually come up and like interject when they're in conversation with other people. Then when you converse with your partner and you share the desire, it's also worth naming. I want to take ownership that I've had an insecurity that I don't always come up to you when I notice you're speaking with other men, other women. And so I'm going to do a better job of doing that and coming up to you. And when I do, I would like if you do X, Y, and Z, that would make why? That would make me feel good. I think that'll make you feel good. I think that'll make us more secure as a couple, right? So it's taking ownership of your experience and also of how you're showing up. Because it takes two to tango, baby. And if you want your partner to show up differently, chances are you can also improve in how you're showing. So it's being mindful of that and it's naming that. So whenever we're asking for a desire, it's also naming like, how can we show up better? So in another example, with the texting, if you want your partner to text you more often, text before you go to bed at night, and maybe you're in a pattern of just waiting for them to lead the cadence of communication through text right? Then it's on you to also own like number two, step number two. Okay. What, how am I playing into this? How am I showing up? That's perpetuating this dynamic. What can I do differently? Ah, I also realize that I've been putting all the weight in it. Wait, I was going to say onus and weight. So it said wellness, wayness, putting all the onus on you to lead the communication. And so I'm also going to take a more active role in saying goodnight to you. And prompting you in the evening. Yeah. And I'd love for that to feel reciprocated. Why? Because I think I would feel better going to bed at night. And I think uh, we'd have a happier partnership. I feel we'd have a happier partnership. Not I think, I feel. Obviously, taking from the mind and into the body, from the masculine into the femme. Energies, by the way. Remember, we all have both. You know my work. So... Let me think, let me think where I want to go here, right? So those are the two steps. It is getting very clear on the desire. And then the next step is like, how am I, what's, what ownership can I take over my own experience? Now with that also comes like, if you are feeling feels, maybe you're feeling bad about yourself. Maybe you're feeling unworthy. Maybe you're feeling rejected and wounded. It's also doing the deep inner work with self to take a look at like, where is it my own trigger? And where is it my own shit? Yeah, that I can hone to be stronger 
right? Because if you don't feel, maybe if you're feeling rejected or slighted all the time, how can you also mm, work on self? Maybe how many times do I see people who aren't used to playful energy? So maybe if their partner's being playful and not kind of disrespectful in the play, but just genuinely playful, and it's received in a negative way. So it's also doing the work to look at self. Okay, how am I receiving this? Like, what was the actual thing that was said? And what was the actual thing that was done? How am I receiving it? And that comes in the communication. So that can even be something, you don't have to shame yourself for it, but it can be something like, okay, I noticed that you said something in in humor, in a humorous attempt in jest. Maybe it was not even in front of people, right? Just with me. And uh, it brought me back to this time that my brother used to uh, make humorous jokes like at my expense that were actually hurtful. And I notice I'm projecting that energy onto you. And so I want to name that. And what I desire is for you to be more sensitive when you're communicating with me, knowing that it's a hot button for me. And what I'm going to do is take ownership of that experience. And when it comes up, I'm also going to do an inner process around it and work around that. How does that feel? Yeah, feels good. That is good communication. That's effective communication. It's collaborative communication. The last thing I want to say on this topic is also, you know, me and my work, not everything always has to be with words, right? I give you tools here to do with words, to express with words, but you can also express your desires using humor. You know, so maybe you really desire for your, or even using more subtle means. I'll give a, a subtle one first. So maybe you really desire your partner to, when they take control in the bedroom, right? That feeling of ravishment. So maybe it's something like, ooh, babe. Let me think. Let me think about that one. A way you could subtly use your words could be something like, mm, I love when you take charge. It gets me so excited. Yeah, it gets me hot. Now, that subtly with words expresses the desire without being like, babe, can you take charge in the bedroom next week? Like, it sounds heavy. It sounds so serious. Now, a way that you can do it subtly without words, maybe expressing with humor, and this is what I teach in my one-on-one work. So this is just like an example, but you really got to embody it to to live it. Same with the, the words, with using your words, is you have to do deep work with the confidence piece. I mean, buying the piece, but it could even be creating conditions where they become hungry for you, like seducing them in such a way that they become hungry so they ravish you. Yeah. So that's meeting your own desire without you having to say it, but you're creating the conditions for it to be met. Yeah, that feels, that feels good. I'm going to end it at that. So today we spoke about desires and the importance of, if you're using your words, naming tangible desires for your partner to understand so that they can actually meet them. We also talked about how to get clear on your desires, right? To work through like, what exactly is the desire? 
as well as to identify like, how are you impacting how you're showing up? Like, what are you bringing to the table that is creating the dynamics that maybe you want to shift and taking ownership of that? And then when you communicate it, it is naming the situation. It's naming the desire. And it's also acknowledging how you're showing up and how you desire to shift. And then it's creating the why. Like, why do you want that? Yeah. And then lastly, we spoke about some more subtle ways to get your desires met without having to be so upfront with the words. And we talked about ways you can do that with words more subtly as well as through expression. So there you have it. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful people for joining me today. It has been real as always. And so I encourage you, if you like this episode, share it with someone whom you feel it could be valuable. This is how we spread the message of helping more people have greater communication, more effective communication, thus deeper connection and intimacy and passion in life and relationship. Of course, duh, exclamation point, exclamation point. And if you dug this episode, leave us a review. This would mean so much to the podcast, help us gain traction. And of course, help encourage us to keep creating high quality content for free. So, and it means a lot. It always lights me up, honestly, to see that. So, muchas gracias and much love to you, beautiful, beautiful people. And I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, may all your unions be divine.